Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Go. Yo, what's up? What's up? We've been on a little hiatus. It's your boy Chase the Dream Pammy, Ian Silverback Butler. We yeah. have been grinding the last couple of weeks, bro. It has been busy. We've missed all of our listeners, but we're excited to be back on as we're we're just finishing up Vegas. We just finished up in Nevada, the state tournaments. I know that uh, California just finished up their state tournaments. Yeah. So ready to head in the postseason. Um, but first, but first. I- Went to Vegas. Yes, sir. And and, and I I trade I'd had my fight with high rollers, but I went to Vegas, spent time with you, but I didn't make any bets at casinos because it's tell really them why easy. though. Wait, wait, wait. Why didn't you make a bet at the casino? Tell them why. <laughs> because the only thing you have to do is go to bet online. All right. You go to bet online, make your bets, you get a 50% off welcome bonus by using believe 50 so that's why i didn't place any bets in vegas because only thing i had to do is just go to bed online it's really simple yes sir hey most of the professional sports that i like are done well nfl's done nfl's done hockey's, hockey's still going mm-hmm. i'm a big basketball fan i'm i'm, I'm i just you know, usually watch game four five six or seven of the nba finals when it's the last game and the last 15 minutes of it. So that's my. <laughs> okay. Um, are you a, I've never talked to you about this. Are you a baseball fan? Do you have a baseball team? I am not a baseball fan. I will go to, I like to go to a baseball game just for like, you know, the Americana aspect of it, like good old baseball, <laughs> have, some, have some beer and fries and, and whatnot, and just feel absolutely terrible about myself and my, life and the food that I eat. Okay. You know. Oh, I'm a Cardinals <laughs> fan, obviously. Uh and baseball season is here. It's like spring training. Reason why I know about this a lot more is because we are as a club, Silverback, we have off seasons here. So all our off season kids that came up short that wants to get more work, we're going over to Arizona, right? To Mesa, Arizona to wrestle at the RMN tournament. There's barely no places available. <laughs> it's sky high in Arizona. And do you know why, Chase? The spring spring season, spring spring training for the Diamondbacks is just kicking off. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was I mean I I, I, I figured a, I, I think it was, it was really pretty hard it. to get going to be pretty hard to get that one wrong per, you know you kind of led me into that so if i got it wrong <laughs> or or that would I just go off that could have went off in a complete different direction where i know that like it's not just the diamonds backs it's spring training they have only have two locations for games it's either florida or arizona so it's not just a diamondback it's all these teams and all these mlb parents they're crying for houses and like selling passes. If you want to go into like Royals training camp, all the spring training is done in Arizona and Florida. Yeah. And I'm part of things. So, well, lots of big stuff over the last couple of weeks. I know some of it you can share some of it. You, you, you can't, you know, I know a, both of us got a lot of good things going on. So why don't we update everybody? And then, and then we'll, we'll jump into, uh, We'll jump into, uh, you know, the off season here. I know we've discussed it and touched on it earlier, 
uh, in a previous episode. Um, but we can really go in a little more in depth now that the postseason is here. So update yeah. us. All right. So I had my high rollers events against Andy Varela for a title fight. Came up short, but it was really good, dude. Andy's a top 12 guy in the world. That was in Vegas. That was really cool because I got to spend time with you down there uh, at the USCPI and train down there. It was such a blast, man. And such feels so good to be back on the scene and be in a main event and everything. And so I also, before that one, got a contract signed. And so we're going UFC Fight Pass in Mexico, March 26th. I can manage to do, get to face the other top guys in the world. Uh, yeah, dude, back on the scene, back with training with the top guys in the world and competing with the top guys in the world. It feels really good. I feel so happy right now. And then, uh, well, it was dope just coming down there and training with you and then training with the other guys. And then, yeah, man, this is the first start of getting started of uh, coming back really so for me personally so yeah man that's what's been up with me so i've been in training camp hop right back into another training camp so yeah that's why we've been on a little hiatus i am for sure <laughs> uh where, where's where's my invite to mexico <laughs> i invited you already you already know the answer chase can't go because he's gonna be at nca chase in uh in virginia in virginia beach so Virginia Beach Nationals is a very big tournament, man. I um I definitely wanted to go. I think a lot of my kids are going to go to Northwest Regionals. It's on the same weekend. Um, I'll be in Mexico, so uh, not having a vacation, actually fighting. So you got to take advantage of uh opportunities, kids. Uh, sometimes opportunities present itself. You just got to snatch them. So yeah, but that's why you're not going to Mexico. I'm mad at you. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, well i'll be in virginia beach getting after with the high school kids and uh you know as as, as we all know um we don't want to relive last year but went to virginia beach rough year but i but i i do see a, a focus in my kids right now um yeah. that's really good to see you know oh, no. one of the things i've been excited about is you know, we've talked about it for a while and they're, they're finally embracing it as they're coming into the room early and uh, they're just trying to find Matt. Like it's starting to get hard to get Matt space because they're, they're coming in and just they're working, you know, they're figuring yeah. out, hey, we want to jump levels and and all of them are doing it, you know, and, and it's like, hey, if you don't get the thing is now, if you don't get in early enough, can't get on the mat and get extra work in. So they're they're, they're competing to get extra work. So I'm, I'm really, really proud of our um of, of, of each of our kids. You know, for me on my end, man, it's been busy. We got um, you know, I just, uh, did a commercial shoot, uh, yeah. photography. I can't say who, and I can't give all the details, but, um, worked with the UFC and Jose Cuervo on a, on a commercial and did the choreography. And that was a really cool, um, thing to be a part of, man. I, I, uh, you know, I've always had a, a knack for, for, for choreography and, and, and something that's, you know, something that, that I, I really enjoy. And I was always a big fan of, of fight movies and kung fu movies when I was younger. So it was cool. I got to kind of got to kind of, you know, check that off the list or may, 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 maybe there's more opportunities down the road that come up. Um, you know, training, having you down was awesome and and working at the PI and getting to work with high level athletes, man, it's 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 incredible. It's really incredible. I love being able to see um guys in the UFC and 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 different organizations that are that are fighting and trying to make it and just be a part of that. You know, so that it's great. Fight week, Cody Garbrandt returns. Fight week, 
So fights on Saturday, and it'll be fun to corner him at T-Mobile Arena. And, yeah. You know, John Jones makes his return. And, and so great card to be a part of. Um, Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel, yeah, wrestler on that card. Yeah. Dude, just lots and lots of opportunities that are that are presenting themselves, man. I know m- both you and I have talked about that, and you know we're two months into the new year, but um, going back to just being grateful, being thankful for the opportunities. You know, we both got cl- clubs that are thriving. Um, you know, we've got multiple opportunities that are that are that are coming our way, and and um, it's 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 exciting uh, in, in a lot of different ways. You know, so. Um, I'm excited for you, brother. I'm excited for see you get get back at it, get back competing, doing, you know, being part of the uh, high rollers event, and 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 just for you to get back out there and compete, and then Mexico, and then you know signing your new deal and, and PFL. And we were in the restaurant that one night, and and uh, the, <laughs> the one dude recognized you, so that was that. Was yeah, that was really cool, man. <laughs> uh, you're, uh, you're big time in it, brother. So. Uh. Good. Thanks, Good work on all that, bro. So, um, you know, as we kind of transition, right. It's, 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 it's the off season for wrestling now. Um, not, and not even the off season, it's, it's post season post folk style. Now we're entering into the Olympic style season, freestyle Greco, you know, yeah. um, I think, uh, I think a couple things, you know, I have a couple thoughts as we, as we kind of, as we kind of transition in this piece, and this is always a, a topic of debate and this and that, you know, folk style versus freestyle versus Greco versus, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think one of the, you know, it, it's still, for me, it's a challenge and it drives me nuts having to switch from folk style back into freestyle, freestyle back into folk style and have to continually make those adjustments, um, you know, year after year. I really dislike it from the club coaching side of it. I will say the nice thing is when you have some years under your belt of doing freestyle Greco um, and having a designated season that um, the kids that are doing it are able to, uh, you don't have to go back and reteach as much of it. And the kids that are new that are joining the club, we, we've really been able to diligently use our kids that know freestyle Greco for a couple practices and, and, and put them with kids that don't know and kind of help them out, you know, um, yep. which is a cultural thing that we've really been trying to create. Um, but you know, that, th- that's a great thing, but as we get ready for post, you know, as we get ready for the Olympic style season, you know, not many, not many folk style tournaments left. Uh, what, what, what does it look like for you guys? What are you guys doing over there? What does your training look like? Uh, we, talk about it. we are really big on freestyle. So, um, yeah, man, um, we have, so instead of going to Virginia beach, we're going freestyle right away and going to Northwest regionals instead. Right. So freestyle practice will start next week for us so like so right away and then a lot of our kids that uh that kind of like came up short and they want to get better mostly a lot of our new kids man um they're gonna wrestle this weekend in arizona just so they can stay busy man just so they can stay sharp and when they go into freestyle season they're already in shape they didn't get out of shape you know some of them took some time off and they're getting right back but um yeah freestyle practices will start next thursday so we're really excited about that and we're trying to do everything freestyle any tournament that has freestyle we're definitely doing for sure just because like it helps in a lot of aspects man i think it helps with pace too i think the pace of freestyle is a little bit more faster and then also matter awareness because step outs man points so i think uh i think a lot of kids should get into it It just helps your overall game so i'm excited for that man 
I agree, man. And I think freestyle, it, it, it requires you to be more controlled in what you're doing, right. And your wrestling, your offense, your defense, the, 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 you know, the having to protect your back from getting exposed, I think makes you more aware in positions where your hips are, how you're finishing, um, how you're controlling certain positions. You know, that's what I love about freestyle is it really makes you um, think a little bit more about what you're doing and your mat IQ, your mat awareness, like you said, the pushouts, um, watching where your back is on the mat. Um, and I think Greco, we, you know, we, we, we devote time to Greco as well. Uh, you know, we had four, three guys in the semifinals of Fargo last year. Yeah. Really, really cool to see that on the Greco side. Um, but I think what we're seeing is, is, is that, and, and, and here's the thing with Greco, dude, you know, you tell me you've been, you've been fighting a long time, but a lot of what I've done with, with a lot of guys who fight, who don't have maybe a deep wrestling background or have wrestled is really, I start my, my like track when I lay track. And what I mean, when I lay track with, 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 with someone I'm working with, I really prefer two to three months of time to lay track, meaning we can technically go through all these different positions and work through them and understand them from a technical side. And mm -hmm. then as training camp enters though, that tracks already laid that ground front loading. Right. And we've been able to, once we get into camp is really take those, you know, take those techniques and put those into real life sparring and drilling type situations, um, which I, I really, you know, I really enjoy, but um, with our athletes as well, I'm seeing like Greco, um, you know, part of that track that I'm, that, that, that's being laid, that ground that's being laid. I start a lot of it with Greco fundamental positions, a lot of upper body understanding how to, how to walk your hips in, how to be comfortable, right. Doing what's not normal. Like it's not normal to, to, as wrestlers, when you, you know, stand straight up and, and you're trying to really win that hip battle, right. There's hand fighting that goes on, but there's a lot of detail and, and, and minute, uh, positions when it, when it comes to the Greco side, I'm not a Greco guy, but the more, I, the more I learn it and study, like kind of, kind of study different things and how to apply it to MMA, it's really, and we'll see the, the proof is in the pudding, but we'll see in, in the fights to come, you know, if it really is, if I'm, if I'm really on that right track and, and, and I'll be able to gather data and figure out what adjustments, but you're someone that's fought for a while. You've been in it. You know, how do you think you know, Greco, how does that help your fighting? How do you think that helps your wrestling, your, your athletes and their wrestling on the freestyle on the Greco side? Bro, so I'll tell you the truth. So like, um, we were, uh, so me coming down, I was set to do like probably like a little clinic at Gold Rush, but I was so busy. So like, uh, for my selfish preparation of just getting ready for a fight, right? But a lot of my stuff is a lot of upper body stuff. Um, fighting professionally, really turned me into a Greco guy more than anything. Um, just because like the, it's almost the same, right? Some people are freaking afraid to shoot under somebody to get, uh, to get scored on, right. To just be under somebody, but the damage in fighting is a little bit more dangerous, right. When you have punches and knees coming your way. Right. Um, and then there's two world champions. There's Randy Couture, um, Joe Warren as well. Um, even Chell's son in a little bit though, too. Like a lot of those guys are Greco guys, dude. So like, uh, 
the the stand up aspect of just uh, Greco and controlling somebody against a cage, right? Throwing somebody to all your pre warm up stuff of the the body lock, like the S grip coming up. A lot of it applies to fighting as well. So like it's fighting really got me better. So like transitioning over, it really got my Greco a lot more better. Like controlling two on ones, under hooks, right? Using under hooks, making sure you're stepping in and splitting the legs when you're coming in. Too. It works well against the fence. Um, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. It really improved my stand-up game a lot. It's really important. I don't know why kids shy away like uh, from Greco at all. It's like when you go to freestyle, even like qualifiers or or even uh, even at Fargo, freestyle is loaded, bro. Freestyle is loaded with people. When it comes to Greco, the numbers drop down to like a third. Yeah, like I don't get it, dude. It's such a it's such a big necessary to have, especially if you're down on like six points. Like, what are you going to do? Are you really going to take this guy down? You haven't taken him down all period. Maybe you need to throw him and take him to his back. Like it's dude, I think it's a good thing to have in my opinion. I do too, man. It's, it's wrestling. It's anything you can add to your tool bag as a wrestler is, is, is vital. And that, and, and, and that applies both technically but also mat IQ, mat awareness, positional understanding, right? And the Greco side of it, the, the one thing we're still hoping to see with our kids that I don't know if it's really played itself out yet is, hey, you can use your Greco with freestyle and folk style. Yeah. A lot of our kids do it. And hey, we have we have this stuff that we do. Let's let's implement it. Not that you need to go out and start throwing bombs, you know, and, and putting yourself to your back, but the understanding of what you're doing and, and how to wrestle in those positions, right? Use your, use your Greco, use it in, in, in different styles. Jaden John, like Jaden is one of your kids. He won a state title and he ended up sticking the kid with a head and arm. He pretty much ran through that tournament by just using upper body stuff. And he's a good kid at Greco. Like, you know, I think it's vital like to your, to your game. I agree. I agree. We have, uh, I think we have 20, 20 to 30 kids or so. I might be exaggerating, but somewhere around that, like 20 mark of kids that are going to the Netherlands next month, um, they're going to do a Greco camp and then they're going to wrestle in a Greco tournament and um, going to be a really cool thing to, to, to see. How the to the Netherlands? What? I, what I the hell not, is this? I did not set it up. I'm not going. Um, my, <laughs> my assistant coach is taking them and they're going with another team here in Nevada or Las Vegas. So um, I'm, I'm excited for them to go and just get the opportunity one to just wrestle and see like different part of the world and, you know, see different, you know, what it's like somewhere else, just get that exposure. Um, and then two, just get to wrestle against foreign, like different wrestlers from other countries. It's so different, brother. I, I, I it's so hard to explain the first time I ever wrestled. Uh, I went to Belarus for training camp and the first time I ever trained or, or wrestled and practice um with a guy from belarus and i was just i didn't it people told me but it was it was just so different you know stylistically it was so different and uh, it, 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 it it's it's something i learned a lot from but uh yeah it was a it was it was it was really different to say the <laughs> least you know so. dude that's awesome man that's awesome so i hope um I mean, I hope kids get immersed into it as well. Like it's uh 
it's really important, man. I, I cannot stress a lot. Like uh, freestyle and Greco will really help improve your game. Like for sure. Like, you know, matter awareness, IQ, it's really important. So, um, and I think people are scared to get bombed sometimes in Greco because it does happen. But at the same time, like I just go do it, dude. Like don't, if you're new, don't even care about the result. Just, you just need the experience just to go out there and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm admittedly when I, you know, wrestling Greco, I do not like getting thrown. We used to do Greco. <laughs> when I live at the Olympic training center, bro, we would do Greco every couple of weeks, you know, every, you know, probably once a month we'd jump in with the Greco guys. Um, I definitely would jump in to work on gut defense or just guts. It's crazy. Like how hard bro, it is to, to turn those guys. They're so damn strong, bro. Different kind they of strength. Are so damn strong, dude. And and like the most embarrassing part for me, it's not even getting thrown, dude. It's the way that they get their lifts from parts here, bro. Like, I just feel like when they pick people up like little ass kids, bro. Like the way that they pick them up, it's so embarrassing to me when then they get thrown, bro. Like. Like 360 thrown. Your legs They're are so in the air. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Bro, I'm I'm good. I'm good on that. I'm good. But for real, we used to do dude. My first year at the training center, bro. And I we did a two-hour grind match with Greco. It was the day before the day before Christmas break. And coach was like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna jump in with the Greco guys. You know, get a get a hard practice in and bro. Two hours, you know, I think I scored maybe let's call it 15 takedowns, 20 takedowns. Guy I was going with definitely scored quite a bit more. Um, but it's just one of those things where I was like, man, dude, is, this is really two hours long. We're just sitting here dragging, dragging on, dragging on, just fighting position, <laughs> dragging on, dragging on, you know. But it was really cool, man. It was, it was, it was good, good hard work um before before our Christmas break at the time. And and uh, you know, I I I I like I said, to this day, man, I spent a lot of time uh, learning learning Greco and how to adapt it to, to freestyle. And, it, you know, I didn't use all of it, but some of it became a pretty important part of of the style I created. And then and then and then being able to being able to coach it. Right. Because that's another thing is as a coach, like, you know, I, I like to think of myself as pretty multifaceted. I can teach freestyle. I can teach folk style. Um, you know, I have a foundation of Greco that that, that I've done and and continuing to learn so try to be multi multifaceted as a coach right have have tools in my bag as well hell yeah hell yeah dude that's awesome what, what about talk to me a little bit about like the, the the training side of things you know that's that's the technical side but we're you know kids are in in the postseason what changes on the training side how, how much more how much less should they be doing what what should they be focusing on what do you guys focus uh, um so the training side of things is uh I mean, we are both all year round clubs, right? So the kids that are actually, it's really cool to see like some new kids that come in and uh, old kids like successful and like, you know, like made it right. And uh, training is almost still the same, right? Um, our kids still come in like four days a week and then they have strength conditioning on Saturday and then open mat Sunday coming in on the tournament but the only thing we really change um at our club is our little kids because blessing in disguise we have 
a lot of new little kids coming in. It's different from high school though, right? Um, so like starting the beginning class and then also um, having an advanced class for them. And then actually we put in one class, it's called, uh, which I really like, Drills Get Kills. It's just an hour of just straight, just drilling, no live, no situationals, you know? Um, drills are really important. So um, yeah, man, it's uh, a lot of the new kids are coming in and they're just grinding, grinding. And then we have a freestyle Greco day in there as well. So um, yeah, man, I'm really excited for all the new kids coming in too. So yeah. Did you guys make any changes in your off season? We pretty much keep our same schedule. The one adjustment we've made now is that instead of Friday night, just straight high school practice, because that was, <clears throat> it was really hit and miss. Um, as we've kind of turned it into a match day um, where we're also kind of going to open it up to, 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 to kids from other clubs and, and, and do, you know, do that kind of thing where it's, um, you know, benefits, benefits us, but it benefits kids at other clubs, kids at other high schools come in, just get some matches on, um, throw the singlets on and just, and just wrestle. Cause I think, um, yeah, we, that, that, that's, that's really the only, uh, the only adjustment that we we've made, but I think in the off season, dude, or I hate to keep saying off season, but in, in the, <laughs> Olympic, you know, in the Olympic seasons, kids that are going to go, kids are growing right when they're in high school. And I do think it's really important that kids She's allow a- their bodies, allow their bodies to b- develop and grow. I know personally when I was in high school and, and, and got to the Olympic style seasons that, I was lifting and, and running and I was lifting more because I was playing football. So I, I definitely had football training as well. Um, yeah, I was, I was doing football training and lifting, but this is the time if kids are going to like, let kids grow. I think that's really important. Let kids grow, let them, you know, let them lift and understand how to lift and, and put muscle on and put size on and, and, and develop their technique and develop their, you know, their timing and things like that. Like, off season, it is really important to compete. I, 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 we, we're, we're a year round club like you. And, and I think it is really, really important. Um, but also just knowing where kids are on a, on an, on an individual level, right? Like they don't need to be going into some of these off season tournaments and cutting massive amounts of weight, you know, Fargo big tournament world team trials. You have weights that, that maybe you really need to make, but also training wise, need to be lifting, need to be running. People always, the myth of, of lifting kind of makes you like big and bulky and heavy and all that kind of stuff. Really. I think that's, I think that a lot of that's been debunked. There's, there's a part of it that there is some, some, some minor truths in it, but also lifting overall that, that, that helps your muscles, that helps your body hold all your limbs and your bones in place. I think it keeps, it keeps the injuries down. Right. Um, I think it, it, there's a stamina that comes from it. There's it, there, there the, the, the metabolism, it helps with your metabolism. You know, you're burning, you're burning calories when you're not, when you're not working out. Right. So there's no, there's so many benefits to continuing to lift in the off season and, 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 you know, managing your weight, but still lifting while you are managing your weight. Right. Yep. Yep. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, one of my kids, Maxwell was like, well, I'm pretty big right now. I'm like, just wrestle. Just wrestle. Like, I think that's all you need to do. You just need mat time. And plus, honestly, man, like, those are, like, the most funnest times that, uh, like, dude, you can just 
pretty much just go in feeling good and just focus on wrestling. You don't have to focus on cutting weight. You don't have to focus on like looking at the scale every day. Damn, I can't eat dinner tonight. Like, you know, like those are the most fun times, dude. And you can lift and actually be strong and then go out there and wrestle even better, dude. Um, I totally agree. High school off season was, it was fun. I, I nothing, not a lot changed for me though. I, I only difference was it was, I, I played like spring football those couple years. So there was some scrimmages and, and whatnot. Um, it was nice to have Fridays off. I remember we'd always, uh, we'd always, I'd always work out. And then Fridays we'd go uh, to my, my brother's restaurant, eat some food and, and hang out. <laughs> so it, it was fun, dude. I, I did enjoy the off season or the, the, the postseason a lot. Um, College wise, dude, that was uh, it was such a great time when you got to the spring. <laughs> I, I, I always, always loved to do because at Cal Poly we had NCAA's, and then the week, the week following was spring break. Yeah, so right, from, right from NCAA's to spring break, and then you'd come back to school, and it it was California. The weather was nice, so everybody, you know, you still had like you're still looking good from season and stuff. So you go out to the school and all that kind of stuff. So, but we still made a big <laughs> emphasis, dude. Like we still made a big emphasis in the off season in college that still lift, you know, still compete. You still, you, you continue, you continue to grow, you know, incrementally uh, in the off season. Important for, for high school athletes. I think we're starting to see that here in Las Vegas, where there is a definite discrepancy between non-club kids and club kids. It's very difficult if you're not, wrestling off season if you're not wrestling in club at some sort of level to be competitive at the high school level we're, we're seeing that here for the first time because we've never had truly private year-round clubs you know up until three years ago and i think that's your, the development that's starting to show it's starting to show in all the kids right you're starting to see that in the high school levels and that's for me as a as a nevada guy it's very exciting because the, the, the wrestling is, is on the move. It's on the rise here in Nevada and, and, and to have more kids that are competitive on the national level than just one or two. Right. Yeah, man. Like, I think it's really putting like non-club kids, even though we own the club, but like, we're just being real for some people that me and you were, I mean, I think, did you go with Gray Maynard pretty much when you were as a kid, pretty much like at the Two club coaches. Yep. One was yeah. Gray Maynard, yeah. American, fought in the UFC. And then another guy, Eugene Harris, who was an All-American, took fourth. And those guys were fresh out of college. One one <laughs> year, year or two. And so they still had a lot of wrestling in them. And I would call those guys all the time to wrestle, to train. It was, it was, it was a blessing to have. But to have that year-round high-level training made a difference. Yeah, man, I had Cornell Robinson. So, like, I had a lot of good guys around me, too. So, um, the most important thing, I, I think, uh, pretty much, like, part in words, right? It's just, like, just need to find a club, man. Uh, you need to find a club, and you need to find, or, like, do private lessons, find somebody. You know, you really got to put in work in the offseason, and you got to stay busy, man. Um, and so, you go in fresh. You don't have to have big weight cuts, stuff like that. And you just keep your body working. Uh, I think it's really, really, really important. So um, a lot of the work, a lot of people don't know some of these kids, a lot of the work is done in the off season, not in season, right? Off season, you want to work on things, you want to put stuff in and then season you can test it out. But in season, you should be already like 
like focus you should be already be running by then and sprinting by then you know so um i think it's really important that you got to find a club you got to put in work and you got to compete so yeah uh, yeah yep i agree you know and and this might be a a, a a fun topic for the future but how to choose a club right how to choose a, yeah. what you're doing right gold rush silverback might be the right fit and they might not be the right fit one thing i really try to have conversations with with parents and athletes when they're coming in is, is the right fit, right? Especially high functioning athletes who do want to go on and do things. Hey, what do you, what are you looking for? Because we need to see first, if this is, if, if this is the right fit, because if it's not the right fit, it's like jamming a square peg into a round hole. Right. But that's a conversation for another time, but finding club, finding other partners, finding people that you're getting around, you're continuing to develop, continuing to learn, continue to be the best the best version of yourself, however that might play out for you as, as an athlete. Um, but, but finding great training uh, around you is, 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 is vital. Um, especially if this is something that you're trying to do um, at the next level, if you're trying to continue your career, wrestle on into the international level, wrestle on into college, wrestle on however, however that looks for the future. But if you're trying to take it to a, to another level, uh, you got, you got to find people that are going to challenge you, find people that are going to push you coaches, um, training partners, uh, whatever that might be. Right. So great, to, great to jump back on. I know we, uh, we've got more topics lined up for the weeks to come. Um, we got some, I know some guests, hopefully in the next couple of months as well, um, yeah. some different, some different, uh, perspectives on training and stuff like that. So, um, but this is the first shot podcast. Thank That's you right. for joining us today and have a great week. Peace. See ya. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.